Hello to Hello, you, mate. Mr. Turner. How are you? Oh, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited mate, to be so back. So am I. I um, I'm super excited. Uh, we had a we had a not a break, but we we had a week off a couple of weeks ago, um, which was your bad. Uh, that's not right. That's that's not the right phrase. Sorry. <laughs> You went out of the house for the first time in three months. Um, it's not really your bad. Um, but, <laughs> but this time is my bad. Um, I went to, I went, I went back to work. I went to see the real world and people that weren't uh, the people that I've been living with for four months. And do you know what? It was fucking great. <laughs> Welcome to Commusician. Um I don't think there's too much bad language in this podcast, but yeah, it it was really good to see other people. So oh, I'm so glad, good. mate. No, That's no, funny. I think you're. I think you're allowed that excitement, um, expletive there, because uh, I think that's a big step, isn't it, to to just say hello to different people again. But also, um, shame on you for putting your salary before this podcast. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, quite right. Shame, shame for shame. Um, but yeah, it was it was necessary, and like I say, it was it was it was really good to kind of get back into the real world. But it's caused one or two. What's the polite word for major cock ups? Um, it's it's caused one or two issues, let's say, with within the the house in which I have been residing. Uh, but never mind, is what it is. And currently, this is exciting as well. I'm recording in a different place. Ooh. Bam, bam, bam. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this pause is because I'm desperately trying to think of somewhere cooler than. I'm in the kitchen of my house where I used to live, um, <laughs> but that's that's where I am. I've I've got a night off, family responsibilities, and do you know what I'm going to do after we've recorded? Go on. I'm going to sit on my PlayStation for <laughs> potentially six hours. Nice. And it is great. Oh, mate, I'm glad for you. I mean, th- th- well, let's keep this brief then, because I don't want to stop a man from his <laughs> PlayStation. Hey. <laughs> very true. Very true. Well, um, I suppose we ought to to give a proper welcome. Welcome, dear listener, to uh, episode the next one of Commusician. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 16. Is I that think right? I think we're 16. Yeah, I love how that we've lost nice. count and we're only 16 in. Um, yeah, exactly. It's it's because we've not for for our shame we've not been um well i i we haven't been recording as consistently but we haven't been resting on our laurels because we've got some exciting stuff coming up haven't we we certainly do yes we really really do um but we we're not gonna we're not gonna you know kind of give away too much um but we've got some great interviews lined up um we do and and with some different type of people as well yeah and i've actually done some homework for once so i've actually got ba, ba, da, ba. <laughs> i've actually got a note in my phone which is comedy notes and i must say this is majorly inspired by christian russell pollock so shout out to the last episode thank you very much my friend for doing that um because as soon as that's happened i can't tell you how many like kind of stand-ups i've watched on like netflix and amazon prime and stuff like that and kind of gone oh, i love their style how can i add that into like kind of this little bit of blurb that i've got um and yeah i i'm super super excited um we're gonna have to do an episode on workshopping some of my material that i've come up with well that is exciting and and yeah you're you're perfectly right well you're perfectly right <laughs> you're exactly right um because that kind of buzz uh that you get from kind of the kernel of an idea and when we develop it and we work through it and it becomes a joke slash a bit mate honestly it's it's so exciting and and you're doing the right thing you know if you get an idea pop it in your phone and often uh, like we kind of touched on with Christian, you know, I'll go back to notes from ages and ages ago. And sometimes I'll be like, what the hell was I thinking there? Excuse me, I've just burped. Um, <laughs> I do apologize. Uh, I've, I've treated myself to a beer because um, I'm, I'm home alone and uh, living the dream. But yeah, those, those kind of kernels of ideas are, are what it's all about. And then, like I say, we'll take it to the next stage. I'm very proud of you, mate. Oh, very proud. That means a lot. Thank you very much. Um, but let's get on with, on with today, because I loved this episode. Um, it, is, like, uh, it was just fantastic, wasn't it? What a great conversation we had. I've got to say, um, we've been very, very, very blessed with the quality of um, guests that we've had appear on the pod. Hundred percent, really, really pleased with with 
everyone that's been on, but we just kind of clicked with mm. Louise, didn't we? We 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 were chatting. We chatted for a little while before we even recorded, and then did you say that the edit was? initially about two hours yeah so what is it's one thing that i wanted to raise is that you might hear a few more kind of breaks in this one than we normally would have and that's purely because as you know me and fitz love to go off on a tangent uh, louise can only be described as a pure enabler of this <laughs> <laughs> i think there was a like a, a good 20 minute conversation about dinosaurs and uh, was. yeah so we uh, there was just so much going on um that I, I think, you know, I wanted to shrink it down so you get the best bits of, of Louise and what she's up to. Um, so it's, 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 taken, uh, it's taken a while to get it right, but I think I've got the best bits from, from the long conversation. Yeah. But Well, well done to you and thank you. No problem at all. But even after we hit stop recording with Louise, the conversation just went on and on and on, didn't it? It, just, it, was, just, it was like we'd been friends for years. It was, it was excellent. And it was, you're exactly right, but it was also really kind of easy to see, I think, why she has become the success that she has. You know, she's she's clearly developing a bit a, a bit of a following, which is great and deservedly so. You know, she's she's very, very talented. We love her music. We're big, big fans of, of, of that. But also, you know, she's just a, a very likable person, and um, she was she was very funny. She laughed at my jokes, which <laughs> is always a big, big tick. Um, so, and and a couple of yours as well. So, very polite guest. And <laughs> oh, very, very nice. <laughs> but no, it was uh, it was a huge amount of fun, and yeah, but basically, just really fascinating insight into a world that. You know, clearly, I don't know an awful lot about you've you've got a bit more experience, but we delved into or we delve into because you're just about to listen to it, you know, um, a lot of how she came to be where she's good and uh, came to be where she is, I should say. And it's fascinating how resilience I'll say no more, but how resilience and uh, a word that begins with S can really kind of define someone's career and, and character and and by her own admission, you know, she's she's picked up the baton and run with it, which is great. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I completely agree. So let's not uh, elude anymore. Uh, let's get on with uh, the episode. Um, elude? Elude? Um, That's the right word. You know, well, if you allude to something, then you're alluding. <laughs> oh, to no. it. But if you elude something, like if I was to um, put a tenor right next to your face but then pull it from your kind of grasp i you would that that tenor would be elusive i would be making it eluding see that's no i said it i said it the right way (laughs) i said it the right way it was just my devonshire accent you didn't quite understand um oh that'll be it yeah don't rewind don't listen to it again and uh on the pod (laughs) enjoy the episode see you in a bit in a bit bye for joining us um to today tonight is tonight isn't it um thank you for inviting me i'm a little bit like perplexed as to why you think i'm cool enough to join your podcast but um (laughs) we're not going to tell people that and we're just going to hope that people think that i'm cool you're a hundred percent cool enough hundred percent um and actually that brings i I was going to kind of try and find a a time to to mention this but (laughs) so i've I've been I've been trying to work out where we met slash where I kind of <laughs> oh discovered God. you. So, <laughs> so, so I used to live in Bath. Have you? Have you oh, been to... yeah. I went to university in Bath. Amazing. Good. Okay. Cool. So we've got we've got the city. Um, that's 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 amazing. So yeah, have I, we I met? Sus- Pardon me. Are you about to tell me that we've met and I don't remember? Oh, mate, honestly, I, I don't remember either. <laughs> please, so, honestly, please don't put me under this kind of pressure. Oh, there is no shame whatsoever. Don't worry. Cause okay, great. I, I'm so pleased that you've said that because <laughs> in my head I was like, oh, my God, she's going to be like, yeah, do you not remember that gig where, where we met? I was, and, well, um, I, was really, <laughs> I was I was really hoping that Louise was going to be like, dude, we dated for a year. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to like put us on the bad, you know, off on the wrong foot or anything, but it was three years at university, which I spent the majority of um, under alcohol. So we could have dated. <laughs> no well, offense. No, not at all. Please. None, none taken. Don't worry. So I, I was living in Bath as well. And I was, although I was working technically, um, I was living with students who were at Bath Spa Uni. So yeah, yeah I, you go hard. 
Oh buffs, yeah. Buff. We go but, hard. Buffs, we do go hard. And <laughs> I was an honorary buffs bar student for sure. So, um, okay. oh, cool. So that's that's probably where we kind of. I'm just um, I'm just Facebook stalking you now. Um, yeah, please do. <laughs> go for it. Just to see like who we've got because we've got mutual friends. Oh, have we? So, Excellent. Yeah. It's a face you can't forget. Oh, so. Stop. Oh God, these people with. you know. Right, so so Sam, two minutes possible edit point. Um, <laughs> who who are our mutual friends, Louise? Hit me up. Jack Walton. Jack Walton. Oh right, yeah, Jack. Jack. Yeah, I used to play football, Jack. Okay. Um, He's a bloody <laughs> annoyingly handsome guy, but I don't know him very well. A very handsome guy. Um, that's just, you know what? I'm not going to go any further. I just don't think it needs to be said. Um, so Chloe Hall. Oh yeah, Chloe. Yeah, yeah. And. Becky Menzies, Men- Menzies. Yes, yeah. They live she's together. Going up, she's going out with one of my... Did you say you live together? No, no, they live together. Chloe and Becky live together. Okay, yeah, yeah. But Becky, like Becky did dance. That's And two right. of my best friends did dance. Oh. So that's how we know. And Georgie Vale. Where do, how do I know Georgie Vale? Georgie Vale, possibly... Uh, so I used to work, I used to live at the Cork. Um, and I think she worked at the Cork <laughs> briefly. Yeah. Uh, who else? Sam Bly? 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 So Sam Bly is a musician, actually. He's in a band yeah. called Muskrats, I think. Yep, yep. I know um, him. That's, that's how I know him. But yeah, yeah. it's weird because the way his surname is spelt, I want to call him Sam Bliggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam Bliggy. That's a great name. You, you've got a great name. So my man, this is, he's going to kill me for telling you this, but I'm going to say anyway. My manager messaged me like when I said, I was like, oh, this guy has messaged me on Facebook, like expect a message uh, on our emails. He said, and he got your message. He was like, I wonder if he's got a twin called Henry Fitzdaniel. And like for oh. a hot minute, I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> and then I was like, oh God, that's so bad. But I have to tell you how bad, like, I think that's quite funny. I appreciate you sharing it. Yeah. T- tell him that I did have a rabbit called Henry Fitzhenry. Did um, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, my I'm my so mum very glad. foolishly gave me the um the naming rights to to a rabbit we had when I was about five and I was like <laughs> Henry Fitzhenry obviously um yeah. so side note Henry on that, the rabbit Henry the rabbit Henry Fitzhenry this this may well not make the episode but um she I, I learned uh about kind of death at quite a young age because she picked me up from school once <laughs> and she went oh are you looking forward to going and seeing your rabbit and I was like yeah yeah Henry and she went yeah he's dead um and I was like whoa okay <laughs> your mum said this to you yeah many moons ago oh she she meant it well and obviously it shaped me who I am and, and I'm fine um so <laughs> he says oh he yeah became a stand-up comedian if, well, <laughs> very kind aren't of you they, to like, say. They're the darkest, aren't they? I think like comedians are the darkest humans. I th- like, in I th- the best <laughs> way, in a good way. But I feel like you've got you know to be pretty dark to stand up and laugh at yourself or laugh at other people. For, like... I think, uh, yeah, I think that you have to you have to kind of be prepared to to not mind looking like a a bit of a twat. Uh, we can swear yeah. on here, by the way. It's fine. Um, yeah, so I think there's there's a certain truth in that, Louise, for sure. But but actually, that said, you know, a lot of people have said to me, "Oh, I could never do what you do," and and I I could never do what what you do. So you I've know, tried fair, not fair to be a stand up comedian, obviously, but I've tried to tell jokes during my performances. But I yeah, think yeah. people laugh at me um, out of sheer <laughs> pity that I'm trying, um, and because I'm I've got freckles. And I've got little dimples as well. So I just, you know, I pull this little cute face. I'm like, ha I'm so funny. And people laugh. And I think I get away with it just about. But yeah. if I was any less cheeky, I think people would just be like, please stop. <laughs> I'm dying inside for you. I've, I've done many a gig where that has happened without the freckles or the cute dimples. So don't worry. <laughs> you can borrow mine if you want. I can come stand oh. on the side of the stage. And every You're time you put a joke, I just be like, ha <laughs> <laughs> That won't be awkward at all. No. <laughs> Not any less awkward than I'm sure it already is. Yeah, I'm yeah sure. right. Yeah. Um, so, so let's, if, if we may. I mean, what what I'd yeah. love to do to to tonight. We're recording at night, by the way, listeners. But that's that's fine. Um, we uh, what I'd love to do is to kind of find out how you how you got into it. So obviously, yeah. Sam and I have have been listening to your your music and fuck me you are a talented young lady uh, oh thank you <laughs> oh pff, mate i've been but... listening to your podcasts oh well thank you oh. Uh, i'm just putting it out there i'm i'm so excited to be here 
Oh, mate. That's so cool. (laughs) We trust, trust us. We are more excited um, to have you here. We really, really are. Um, Mm. So, so can we, can we give, uh, or can you give our listeners kind of a bit of an introduction to, to you? Who is Louise Parker? Okay. Um, do, I, do I have <laughs> so to play in third so person? Ah, Louise was... Parker is, like in third person. <laughs> yes. Can I go first? Oh, okay. We'll go third just for the cheesiness. I, I love it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Louise Parker is a 26-year-old singer-songwriter from Essex. Um, been singing all my life. I've, I've switched to first. The third was too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been singing all my life. I've only ever wanted to be a singer. I don't like, you know, when kids are like, I want to be a lorry driver or whatnot. Um, yeah. I don't know if kids actually want that, but you know what I mean? They're like, I want to be a rocket man or whatever. I'm so out of touch. Can you tell how old I am? <laughs> but yeah, like, I've always wanted to be a singer. I've never wanted to be anything else. So I, I think I count myself quite lucky that I've always been so steadfast in what I want to do. Nice. Because there's people nice. my age that have no idea what they want to do still. So I always count myself quite lucky that I've always been like, I'm going to be a singer. And that's what I've done. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> But yeah, so um, I started writing when I was 12 and I started playing guitar. I got my first guitar for my 16th birthday and I taught myself. I've never had a guitar lesson. And just sheer stubbornness, I think it is, (laughs) has driven me this far because um, I'm not giving up because I've everything I've done. I'm like, no, I can't give up now. I've come too far. So I think it's just sheer stubbornness. (laughs) That's amazing. No, good for you. Thank you. But yeah, I just love it. Oh, I should probably yeah. say country singer. <laughs> you, yeah, country I, you know what? Story. That that was something that I was going to bring up actually, because you know, as you do when you do an interview like this, you've yeah. always got to do a little bit of research, which basically boils down to just a weird little Facebook stalk. Um, okay, I'm and, here for it. Right, and I saw. Do you live? Did or did you live in Nashville? I did. Yeah, for six months. That is the coolest because, like, that's like my favorite place on the planet. Like, I you, love it. Have you lived there? Have you? Have you gone? I've n- no, I haven't lived there. I've been there. All right, all right. Um, and yeah, I've, I've I've been there with family, and it was just incredible. That's where I wanted to then be a musician was from Nashville. That's so cool. I um, love that. Yeah, it's it's the most incredible place. But as soon as I kind of like, so the obviously job number one when you're interviewing a singer is. I'm going to listen to the tracks. Um, and I was no, just it like... it more interesting if you don't, I've heard. <laughs> just go in blind. Um, yeah, just, yeah, just rock it. Um, and I got this like straight away. I was just like, oh, country, this is perfect. Um, so w- where did that start from? Like what made you... like? Obviously wanting to be a singer when you're young is, is one yeah. thing, but to be a country singer is awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you very much. I accept. Um, so I never started off in country. I've always been like a pop acoustic singer like grew up in with the top 40s the charts you know so and it was only the first time I toured America so I graduated university from Bath and um, me and a friend decided to go to America for three months and just tour do open mic nights you know why not we've got no jobs and uh, nothing to study so (laughs) we were like why not so we went to America and toured around for three months, um, did like a stay a week. It was absolutely mental. Oh, wow. And it was the first time I'd visited Austin, Texas and oh. Nashville, Tennessee. And I kind of fell in love with not just the music as a genre, but the scene. It's it's not just the music, it's the country fans. There is mm. no one else like country fans. I'm telling you now, they're so passionate and dedicated. Um, the outfits, because who doesn't love tassels? and sparkles <laughs> and cowboy boots so I fell in love with that and just the whole kind of community like feel of it I just fell in love with it and I knew that I wanted to be part of it um and then when I returned home I just evolved like naturally I started writing country music it just happened and so I've just been riding that now and just just until obviously I start writing songs that aren't country I guess I can't fake it so <laughs> that's amazing yeah no, like yeah to, to to kind of to come across that as well I think is is such a cool way to find your genre. Yeah. So so I've got a little bit of a confession, which if you've listened to some of the, the episodes, you'll you'll already know Louise. So yeah. um I I like music, like love it, big fan. <laughs> and um, you know, I I have proved on various occasions over these kind of podcasts that actually my knowledge isn't that great. Um now I, I obviously right. know what country music is. I'm not an idiot. Um, but 
how how were you received as kind of a Brit going over to to Tennessee and performing? How how was that? Was there any kind of did anyone even give a shit or were they just like, <laughs> oh, my God, she's amazing. Um, they you get noticed a lot more because of the accent. OK. And so I find it's funny because a lot of the British country singers I know, we all still sing with a bit of a twang. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's the stuff we listen to. Obviously, we're influenced by American country. So um, it's, it's it's kind of when I go over there, I almost put on the British accent a bit more, which I know is really bad and I shouldn't do it, but I do. Um, <laughs> Why the hell not? Yeah, We've, because you, you, you've seen, um, is it Love Actually? It is Love Actually, isn't it? Where the guy goes over to America and he's like, well, I'm, I'm a, I've got a British accent. I'll be fine. And, and he's absolutely <laughs> fine. Yeah, why not? If it it is a little movies. bit, yeah, it's a little bit like that. But um, the only thing I found, like, don't get me wrong, I love Nashville and I would go back there in a heartbeat, but I wouldn't live there again unless okay. I was um, slightly bigger than I was when I went there the first time, I guess. Because it is oversaturated with musicians. It is the fastest growing city in America. About 100 people move there a day. Really? And you can bet that about 99% of them are singer-songwriters. <laughs> yeah. So That's bonkers. So like 99, with each other. 99 people basically a day are going to Nashville. That is yeah. nuts. It is. I mean, it's absolutely insane. And obviously the economy is booming and it's great for musicians. And obviously you meet the most interesting characters and you get to do co-writes with people that, you know, have have lived incredible lives. But at the same time, you're then fighting for the opportunities. You're fighting for that, you know, open mic night, five minute slot. (laughs) You know, little things like that. You're just constantly like, it's a community until you know, there's something that everyone wants and then all of a sudden you find that you're at the bottom of the pile, which is kind of, you know, I wrote a song about it called I'm Moving to Nashville. Yeah, I've listened <laughs> to it. Actually titled um, about that kind of disappointment about going to Nashville and not being famous because that's what I thought I was going to be. I was like, I'm going to go to Nashville. I'm going to be famous. Um, it's kind of how I go into all of my opportunities, 100% headstrong and very enthusiastic. You've got to. Yeah. yeah 100% you have to. <laughs> but you're, abs- you're bang on with Nashville because it is... Like there is there, there is a musician on every corner. You yeah. walk past a bar and there's live music inside it. Like it's it's everywhere. If you don't like music, you will not be living in Nashville. No, uh, no, yeah. definitely not. I think it's kind of it's kind of a shame because I don't know which parts of Nashville you've been to, but the downtown, what you they call the strip with all the neon mm. lights and all this. Yeah. A hundred percent covers. You will never hear original music, and it's such a shame. You have to kind of venture out to East Nashville or Midtown, and you start to get more original music. So yeah. it's kind of a shame that obviously a lot of people that move there are just doing it to be like the you know covers artists to to play the you know Jolene, Dolly Parton, or you know there's there's a handful of songs like Free Falling is one of the ones that always gets played. <laughs> um, oh God, Wagon Wheel. Wagon, you could literally walk past about four different bars and wagon where we will be playing. It's like, yeah. So it is kind of a shame, but um, I do love it. I said I would go back, but if I was slightly bigger and I had kind of more of a community out there, when you go yeah. there and you're not, you're quite independent. Um, it's very lonely, you know, because everyone's got their little clicks already. Yeah, no. <laughs> so you sure. move out there, and I'm very British, and I'm like, can I join your group, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like British about it. I get really uncomfortable. So um, yeah, I'd, I'd go back, but I'd have to be a bit bigger, definitely. Bit I don't even know if that was the question. Yeah. I don't know if I even answered the question. I'm so sorry. Not I'm at all. No, no, no. no, that's that's absolutely perfect. And and actually, it's really interesting. You mentioned the the song "Free Falling." So uh, as yeah. as you may or may not be aware, uh, in what was a year's time, but it's going to be nine months now. Um, Sam's going to be doing his first ever stand up gig. Uh, with, with my tutelage hopefully um and, and i'm going to be i'm going to be performing my first ever music gig and i i love singing and i've i've kind of i've always sung <laughs> to myself and i'm all right i'm all right uh but yesterday i was hoovering my car because uh, right. i am uh, I'm, I'm living the dream louise i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to brag but i'm living the dream <laughs> Um, and I, I was hooping the car and because obviously the hoop was quite loud, I was, I was like, well, I'm just going to fucking belt out some songs and free falling was one that I started singing. I was like, mate, I've got a good voice. I'm going to be big. 
Um, and yeah, I don't know what the point of that was, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to be famous. <laughs> it, it probably won't get famous with free falling. I'm just going to chuck it out there. I think yeah. it's been done by so many different artists. I think yeah. the last good version was probably John Mayer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, other than that, <laughs> yeah, give, give up on that one, mate. Um, I, in fact, I'm not even going to allow you to play that at the gig. Mate, I've, um, I've, I've got bars. Don't worry. I've got, I've got loads of other kind of tunes in the back catalogue it's fine i'll be fine i've I've heard Um, (laughs) you rap and it wasn't good i'm just gonna say you should write your own music mate do you know what louise actually i think you're right i think you're right i think i I need i think i need to kind of well in fact let's let's discuss that that's a really really good point because you mentioned that you kind of taught yourself Mm -hmm, so did, did you go down the route of kind of trying to learn tracks that were already there or did you just straight away think sod it this is what i'm doing i'm writing my own stuff (laughs) so it was kind of a mixture for me um I I literally learned chords just so I could play Taylor Swift songs okay nice I I adore (laughs) Taylor Swift so I literally just not to I I mean oh she's amazing so I literally learned guitar just so I could play Taylor Swift songs and I'd started writing when I was 12 and so what I had down was literally like lyrics and then just like a cheesy little melody that I'd sing to myself. And so then I just put chords to it. So the chords that I'd learned to play Taylor Swift, I then just like figured out what would go with what I was writing and just and just did it. I never really thought about it. And when I tell people, they're always like, wow, that's so amazing that you taught yourself. And I'm like, I don't really think it is because I was just <laughs> so... It comes back to the whole stubbornness thing, I think. I was so adamant that I was going to learn guitar but I just did it, so I don't really find it that amazing. I don't know. <laughs> for for someone who hasn't learned guitar and has been trying slowly to to do so, it, it is amazing, no doubt. Um, do you know amazing. any Taylor Swift? <laughs> no, but I... That's where you're going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of many, many places where I suspect I'm going wrong. Um, yeah. but, but, oh, mate, it's, it's so cool. And I think that it's... It, it is super impressive. You're very modest to kind of say that, you know, I, and I suppose it's because you don't, you don't kind of consider it to be, to be that way, but yeah, maybe. I've, I've loved guitars and guitarists and, you know, that singer songwriter style of, of music for, for ages. And so you, you mentioned, obviously you, st- you got your first guitar at 16. Is that when you started learning? Yeah. So my parents wow. bought my first guitar for my 16th birthday and I was going to college uh, to do music yeah, in yeah. like the sep- my birthday's in July, and so obviously I was going to uh, college in the September. Oh, when we're recording music. in July? When's your birthday? When's your birthday? <laughs> the twentieth. Twentieth of July. Good. It's a good, good, good date. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> we're all laughing, aren't we? Eh? They're not all. They're not all zingers. So yeah, yeah. so I got the yeah, guitar probably. in July to start college in September. And I just, I wanted to be good because I think I'm, I've got this underlying issue with my self-esteem where I want to please everyone and everyone's opinions mean a lot to me. Um, no, no idea why, because I always come across thing, like mate. I don't give two fucks. Same but... thing. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I wanted to fit in. So I guess I pushed myself to to do it and I sucked. Like, don't get me wrong. I absolutely sucked. I, I've still got YouTube videos. I keep all my old YouTube videos on my YouTube so I can look back at them as kind of like a progress thing. And um, I think my videos start from about 10 or 11 years ago. So I've got videos of when I very first learned to play guitar and it is so bad. It's funny. So if you fancy a good (laughs) laugh, go check that out. Definitely. (laughs) I'm on it. Done. You got it. Yeah, um, we'll, sh- we'll, we'll share it on the socials. Oh, if, God. If <laughs> you know what? Why not? I've got nothing to lose. Yeah. What the no. great thing is, though, Louise, is that you're not just telling us that. You're also telling our listeners to go and have a look at it. So if your like, views start like rocketing up from all those years ago. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there, you guys are talking about your one hardcore fan, I think, Sam, weren't you? Your one hardcore yeah. fan that comes to all your gigs. I've forgotten her name. Yeah, Jenny. Jenny, Jenny mm. look. Oh. Are you proud of me? That's I am really very good. proud of you. Really very much. Insane. I was wondering, like, what, what have I said? Has been 20 minutes? Like, <laughs> hold on. That, that is that is commusician knowledge right there. It really <laughs> well, is. I do try. Um, 
so I feel like me and Jenny are on the same level now because I know Jenny's <laughs> name. I feel like I am now also your biggest fan. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so it should be like me, you two and Jenny watching these old videos, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. my mum, my mum, obviously. For sure. We'll have a watch sure. party. That would be so much fun. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring the popcorn. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> so, so was it, just on the kind of subject of learning guitar, you you kind of yeah. mentioned again because I'm coming at a place. I'm coming from a place where I've had a guitar for years. Oh. I literally have had a guitar for years, and I've always wanted to learn. I I love singer songwriters. I love. I kind of just riff to myself. I call it. I call it rapping. It's not really rapping. I just kind of make up lyrics and stuff. Um, but <laughs> it's but, not rapping. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm just curious about kind of how you developed, really. I know you mentioned that the country side of things came along a bit later on. Yeah. And so when you started out, was it, it as you said, was it kind of just to try and be like Taylor Swift? Yeah, I guess so. Cool. I um, I've loved, uh, you know, everyone loves music. I think it's a huge part of everyone's lives. You can't escape it, um, which is part of the reason I love it so much yeah. is just one of those things that you know it makes people happy it can make people sad and I think that's the whole reason apart from just wanting to be just like Taylor Swift um it's the whole reason I got into it is because I want to help people and for me nice. that's through lyrics so okay. I write about personal experiences and I put music out there and sometimes it like my latest single is probably the, the deepest and hardest thing I've ever had to release because it's so personal. Lie to me. That's well done. Proud of you. It's um, mate. It's it's an absolute yeah. tune. That it is. You, you're bang on the right, Louise. It's it's almost it's almost hard to listen to because it like yeah. it hits you right in the feels, doesn't it? it like yeah, it, it's amazing. It's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Like writing the song, recording the song, and then releasing because I never wanted to release it because um it is so personal. But my manager listened to it and he was like the demo, and he was like Louise, you have to release this. Mm. It's like. It, this is going to put you on the map. And I was like, oh, do I have to? Um, <laughs> but I did. And like, I'm so glad I've done it now. We're uh, like a week, a week since we released it. And I'm so glad I did now because the amount of people I've had message me to say, I have been in that exact same position. I have no idea how to explain it, but you've put down exactly how I felt. And that to me, that's all I want. That's amazing. Yeah. That's the reason I started songwriting. It's because I want to help people. Oh, I've got goosebumps. You guys can't even see, but I've got goosebumps and I'm excited I about f- it. I can feel them. I can feel yeah. them. It's, it's... I can feel the goosebumps, yeah. Yeah, 100%. That <laughs> probably yeah, sounded, so that's the probably sounded way it. weirder than I intended it to. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that song obviously lied to me. Yeah. It's it's clearly very personal and clearly very kind of emotional. Is there, this is a stupid question, I'm sure. Is there a story behind <laughs> that? Yeah, it's you don't have um, to share it. Just say no. It's I, I, I've got like the press kit that obviously me and my oh. managers put together to send out to the radio, and then obviously there's like, not that that isn't the real story, but that <laughs> you, <laughs> that's kind of like the you know, the you know how you that's the thing is nicely. when you when you put a song out, no matter what you've written about, you've kind of got to be ready to tell the story of it, haven't you? You yeah. can't go like, uh, no, I'd rather not talk about it because that does nothing for the PR. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Although sometimes it's a bit mysterious. Oh, yeah. like, what is she talking about? Oh, I want to know. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of, I'll give you like the blended version, which I kind of give to my fans when I do my live streams. Yeah. Um, so it's written, I'm quite an indecisive person. <laughs> Um, which is, you know, 100% true. And I guess, as you know, as I said before, like I like helping people as a as a person. I'm a fixer. I'm one of those I like fixing things. <laughs> and so I found myself in this situation that I couldn't fix. Like I'd given 110% and nothing was working and I was indecisive as to what to do. You know, do I stay or do I go now? To quote that song. Very nice. Thank very you very nice. much. Um, so I wrote this song <laughs> April last year. So I wrote this in April 2019 and the situation that I wrote it about, um, <clears throat> relationship, um, <laughs> it, it actually didn't come to a head until April this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, so that, damn. Y- yeah. And then obviously by that point, I'd recorded the song in November and the, the, <laughs> the yeah, so you can imagine. And also this, this probably doesn't help. Um, the the guy that plays drums on this track is no. is 
who I wrote it about. Oh no! <laughs> oh. What's, what's so good there is that before oh. the penny dropped, Sam just went, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> I can't like. I write about my life, and obviously this the person that this song is for knew that, and I wrote the song, and I, I sent this song to him, and he knows. He knows I wrote it for him. He knew that going into the studio to record drums on it. To record <laughs> drums on it. <laughs> and then obviously it all kind of came to a head in April and, and very sad. Um, and then the promo, because obviously this song came out end of June. <laughs> the promo for it started end of May. So obviously beginning of April, it all kind of came to a head. And then obviously about a month later, I had to start playing this song. <laughs> it was horrific. I'm telling you now, like, I'm talking like lying on my bedroom floor, like half an hour before the streams, just going, I can't, I can't play this song. I still cry. Whenever I play it live, I still cry because it's so fresh. Yeah. But obviously we'd recorded it in the November to release this year. And everyone's like, well, why didn't you just wait? Why didn't you just put it off? And I was like, because what's the point? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's going to hurt no matter when I release it. So I might as well just get it out there now, get it over and done with. Oh, that sounds harsh. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, it was ready. We'd already planned to put it out at the end of June before the breakup. <clears throat> breakup. Mm. Sorry. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. It's not. A, yeah. It's, it's not... This is like, I've not really told anyone <clears throat> the real <throat> facts behind it, but I'm telling you guys because I know he won't listen. No offense. But um, <laughs> None taken, he won't mate. listen. Yeah. So he won't really hear it. So I feel like that's all right. Oh, I don't know. Now I feel like a bitch. No, oh, well, no, I'm no. over it already. No, you're fine. I mean, if you decide later you want it out, we can always take it out. But uh... oh no, this is part of my my life now. This is part of the story. Yeah, um, exactly. This is the thing I've not really told anyone, but I feel like all of my fans that watch my live streams or obviously have followed my story, they know. Like I haven't, yeah. I haven't had to say it, but they know. They know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're quick. They pick things out really quick. So, so do, you, do you have a new drummer now then? Because that would be really awkward if... Uh... No. So when, oh, God. I have a thing for drummers as well. I don't know what it is. I think it's their, they've got shoulder... You know, let's not get into this. Um, so no. So when I play live, I always play acoustic. It's just me, my guitar, and I've got a harmony pedal. Nice. So I kind of back myself up. <laughs> nice. But I am putting a band together. Um, but the thing about my last relationship is that he is American. So he lives in Texas. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. So it's it's not one of those things like we're not bumping in, not that we'd be bumping into each other right now anyway, because obviously I, d I don't leave my house unless I'm working. Um, yep. But I'm not just going to see him out. And, you know, he wasn't playing drums for me live unless we were touring or if when I was over there. Um, so I'm, I'm actually, I'm putting a band together. Do you guys, do you guys want to be part of my band? I'm putting a band together. Uh, I don't know what Fitz could bring to the band, but uh, I mean, he... what do you mean you don't know what Fitz could bring to the band? Pizzazz, <laughs> panache, uh -huh, um, uh -huh. <laughs> um, some of your classic rapping. <laughs> you can shut up, mate. Do you um, do you know any dad jokes? Oh my god, don't I? And annoyingly, I know loads. Um, okay, but... great. That's my niche. My niche is dad jokes. Excellent. I don't know how I developed into this, but my I started telling dad jokes on my Twitter, and oh, now really? when I play gigs. Or if I'm doing live streams, people ask for dad jokes. It's so weird. <laughs> and I'm not funny. And obviously, as soon as someone says, tell a dad joke, I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't think of any. And so I repeat the same ones over and over again. But they love it. My fans love it. So I think you could come. You bring the dad jokes. <laughs> and just hold them up on a board, like, behind the audience <laughs> so you can read them. <laughs> yes, that'd be I'm... great. Especially during Lie to Me. There is nothing better than singing an emotional song and people laughing. <laughs> I, I'm in. I'm in. That I was I, with I, I wonder, in case I didn't get it. I, no. I, I, <laughs> I wonder whether we'd find a role for me in this super band. Um and and I feel like we have, so that's good. Thanks. Well guys. you could also <laughs> dance, right? You can dance. Oh, please. I dance I dance with the best of them. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I could use backing dancers and <laughs> I mean you've always wanted to learn guitar, so I feel like this should be the push that you need. Maybe go to bass. It's only got four strings. Yeah, Sam. Hey, that's watch <laughs> it. Sam plays bass. Watch it. Sam <laughs> Are you a bass player, Sam? What's uh, the yep. I just think a Sam player. Are you a Sam player? I meant bass. Sorry, Sam. I, 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 no, I am. <laughs> He's a bass player. There is some real no, let me just like dig myself out of this hole. Um, mm, yeah, try. I think playing bass. There is a real art to it. There's, I think anyone can... <laughs> right? No, hear me out. Don't laugh at me. I think anyone can pick up a bass. 
But I think it takes mm. a real talented soul to really play the bass. I feel like some people let the bass play them. Does that make sense? You got, you got a lot of work to get out of that <laughs> hole. Um, that's not even close to clawing the sides. What I'm um, hearing is that, yeah. Sam, you, you've picked up a bass. And... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's just you know, the instrument I've been playing for, what, 12, 14 years? What's, oh. just, what's really funny, Louise, is that In- when, when we were, when we were um, kind of planning this podcast, uh, part of the premise was going to be on the first episode, My, uh, I was going to say, oh, welcome to Commusician, the, the, the podcast where a comedian, me, and a musician-ish, you play bass. Uh, and yeah, they, they take the brunt of all the jokes, the bass players. They do. They mm. do. Which is they're... absolute bullshit because in my opinion, it should be the drummers because they're not even playing a tuned instrument. Okay, Thank I know you. that's that's like a complete I know that you know they are tuned slightly, but you know what I mean. But they no, are hard, right? I... But they're hot. Yeah. I mean, they're shoulder muscles. It's oh, it's all in the shoulders, guys. <laughs> to be fair, most most bass players don't do us justice because most of them do just stand there like miserable assholes on the corner of the stage and don't move. So okay. I th- I feel like if if you know if if they if if most bass players like myself I would like get up and I'll run around stage like if you can do that then oh, it snap. brings another aspect yeah for right? me this is the thing the mark of a great bass player is all in the face right get that bass face on exactly and... oh and I hate it when I play with people this is the reason I haven't had a band for a long time because every time I got a band they looked so miserable on stage I was like <laughs> do you want to be here because if you don't want to be here I'm like go because when I'm on stage, like I don't like there are some videos of me playing live performances. I am so animated. Like I <laughs> I can't, like I'm dancing, I'm sweating because I'm dancing. My face, I've got so many facial expressions that I didn't know I I possessed until mm. I got on stage and watched myself back. I'm so animated. So anyone standing next to me that is just playing because they enjoy music but don't look like they're enjoying it look even worse. What I'm hearing though is what I'm I'm really excited to to kind of see you play Lie to Me really animated and dancey. Um well, <laughs> No, because then I look really pained. Yeah. I, I put the pained expressions on and I'll probably cry because that seems to be my new thing. Um <laughs> but Sam, I'm hearing that you are an animated bass player, so do Very you wanna, much. do you wanna play bass for me? Yes. Okay, great. Do you like do you like country music? I love country music. Okay, good times. I already so, knew that. I don't know why I asked. I knew that you were raised on country music. You said that in one of your podcasts. Oh my God, Louise, you're an absolute fucking legend. That's... I didn't know he played bass. So no, no, no. There's no. Don't don't worry about that. That's so cool. So while while we've been chatting, guys, just FYI, um, are you so are you in Essex now, Louise? I am. Yes. Yeah. So Essex to Devon, roughly four hours. Um, <laughs> the, I the love midway Devon. Point, the midway, yeah, we're in Devon. Yeah, the midway point looks kind of north of Southampton, somewhere on the M3. We'll we'll find a studio there, and it's we'll a long just... long drive for band practice, isn't it? Well, <laughs> I'm actually in Southampton this weekend. Shut the front door. I will not. The front door is staying firmly open. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll see Very you this weekend. Good. This weekend, guys. This weekend, yeah, done. yeah, <laughs> done. Great. Looking forward to already. So what, yep. what what's taking you to Southampton? Um. So I've got promo. Oh, when is when is this coming out? When when is this episode coming out? This Friday. Uh, uh, Friday after next. So not this one. Okay, the one that's after. fine. I can tell you then because because by then the announcement would have been made. So I can tell you then. So um, I am shooting promo for new merchandise. Sick. Sick. I know. I know. Tell that's me about so it. cool. So um, yeah, this is like the first ever T-shirts I've ever had. And I'm so excited. I don't know if you can tell by my voice. Just so, a little bit. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just a little bit. But yeah, so I'm shooting promo for my merchandise this weekend. And then I've got one of my best friends that I went to university with uh, lives down there. I don't often get a chance to see her. Um, so we're going to try and socially distance and see each other. I don't know how yeah. that's going to work. but oh, It'll be lovely. <laughs> How has lockdown been for you? How, how have you found it? So my lockdown like hasn't really changed that much from my day-to-day life, if I'm honest, because I work for an NHS hospital by day. Um, oh, cool. So I've still been going to work and then coming home. The only thing that's really changed in my life, apart from obviously the gigs and all that, and that's very sad, I know, but the only thing that's really changed is now that I don't have to make an excuse not to go out. 
<laughs> no, um, that's the only thing that really has changed in my life. I mean, I did. So I do what they call bank temporary work at the hospital, which means that I go wherever I'm needed. I don't have a set ward or place. I'm literally just sent where they need me. Yeah. Um, so I was working in chemotherapy up until the end of May. And then that placement ended and they didn't have a new one for me. So I had five weeks off and then I've just started my new placement this week um, in an, an emergency clinic ward. And so, you know, I had about five weeks of lockdown where I was doing nothing. And it was when we had all the great weather, which was amazing. So my tan <laughs> is on point. I'm putting it out there. Um, and now I've gone back to work like normal. So it just felt like I took a five week holiday, really. So not much has changed. Oh, nice. Well, that's that's pretty good. And then you've obviously you've obviously been working on your merch though during lockdown. To... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so can I can I ask a little question on that? Because you have you have fans. Like how how does how does that feel? Because that's that's so cool and such a kind of I guess simple barometer of success. But the fact mm. that you're able to have you're you're going to sort out merch like that's fucking i know i know i can't quite (laughs) believe it myself i mean because i've been doing this for a long time so obviously i've you know when did i so i kind of got into my first you know pop punk paramore band when i was 16 when i went to college no way that was my my first band was a like a paramore covers kind of band i feel like it's a rite of passage Right. To, to be a musician you have to work in retail for at least you know a year and um you <laughs> have to be in a pop punk band at least once yeah play misery business 20 times and then you're good to go oh yes and i love <laughs> i adore hey williams so mm. i've been doing this for a while like in bands when i was 16 and i didn't i went solo when i was 21 so i've actually only been solo for about five years and country for about two three years now and i've forgotten where i was going with this what was the question <laughs> Just around kind of um, building a fan base. Oh, fan base. No, you know, I've lost it. I've no. Oh, no, I'm go- I've got it again. I'm sorry. I'm so scattered. <laughs> Mate, pl- please don't apologise. Honestly, you are an absolute joy. Um, let, I've, I've got before I forget again. Let me think. Oh, fan base. Um, okay, so yes, yeah, so I've been doing this for a long time. Is where I'm coming with this. So I feel like I've been building it up very gradually. So sometimes it's still a shock to me that people are listening. Because um, obviously you go through those gigs where it's like literally the barman and his dog watching. I'm sure we've all been there. Mm. And so to obviously oh, go yes. to go to gigs and have people actually be there because they want to be, not because they have to be. <laughs> Is And like people pay for tickets. They buy tickets to come see me or they queue at my merch table to yeah. talk to me. And it blows my mind. And I'm sure that I get more enjoyment out of signing things than they do for me signing them. And taking photographs, like I, I adore it, and I don't think it's ever going to get old. Um, so to me, it's still a bit surreal as well. Yeah, that's huge, and I can totally like. I know exactly where you're coming from that because my band at the moment, we, you know, we we've had some gigs where it's been just incredible, and then we've had some gigs where it's just Jenny. Um, <laughs> like, and then it's 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 almost soul destroying to just play it. I mean, we had one gig where we were on stage and. So I we got like this. I have like a beer towel, so I can just you know wipe the sweat off as I'm running about. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, standard. And standard. my the singer thought it'd be really funny if he chucked it at the like one of the only people uh-huh. that were in the place. Uh, and this right. woman grabs it, wipes her armpits with it, and then throws it back. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. It's the worst, isn't it? But it's it's I I want fans. Real bad. <laughs> I, like, I, like, you know, you go to gigs and people are like throwing underwear on stage. Like, I know as a woman that I might not get that for many, many years or unless I request it. Um, my mm. fans are pretty good. Like if I want something, I'll, I'll tell you the stories in a second. But I want to get to that stage where people want to throw underwear at me. Clean, hopefully. <laughs> but, or yeah. like roses or something sweet like that. But like when I do my live streams, I'll mention like a couple of weeks back, I mentioned that I quite like dinosaurs. I just think they're fascinating. Mm. Isn't that, you know, different conversation, different day. Um, <laughs> so for the rest of that hour long live stream, all they were sending was dinosaur emojis. <laughs> I'm talking like for a solid hour, dinosaur emojis was the only thing. So they're quite, you know, dedicated in, in what I like. So I'm sure if I requested, they start to throw me underwear. I, I might it would happen. Out. 
that's I mean that in itself is is fascinating. So you you spent obviously time in um in Nashville, which is yeah. cool AF by the way. Mm. Um in terms of musical inspiration, clearly you found some inspiration when you were over there. Was there anyone yeah. in particular that you kind of listened to and loved or how how did that work? Oh, so I'd say one of my biggest inspirations is Shania Twain. Okay. Oh. I just adore her. I think ironically, she, ironically, that does impress me much. Uh, I know, right? <sighs> I know. I saw her no. live. Did no? Stop it. Yeah, two years ago, O2 Arena. Did you? Yeah, she was oh, touring. Twenty eighteen, October twenty eighteen, happiest day of my life, October the fifth, and um, <laughs> she she's like 50, 52, 53, I think. Oh my goodness! Sh- I mean, if I look like her when I'm thirty, I'll be happy. She's <laughs> gorgeous and like i just i have obviously like you grew up listening to shy twain the mm. ones that are obviously in you know that you always get played as you said that don't impress me much and uh, man i feel like a woman you know the ones that come out when you're on the dance floor and you always have to dance <laughs> them so you grew up i grew up like knowing those songs but not realizing who it was and then kind of when i fell into the country scene i um i listened to her a lot more and i've got all her music on vinyl now because i just adore her um, she just she treads this fine line. She's actually I don't know, I'm so so many useless facts. She's been voted the most sexiest woman of all time in country music, but she's never taken her clothes off. I mean, obviously she wore that cute little leopard print thing in in um, that don't impress me much. But mm-hmm. she's like tr- always walked this fine line between being like sexy but the just allure. being powerful. Yeah. yeah, and I love that. So I adore Shania Twain, but I also love Casey Musgraves. Um, I don't know if you guys know her, but she's she's kind of she's funny. She's got like this little uh, dry, sarcastic humor. So she's to her she's songs. she's someone really kind of well, relatively new to me, and I I don't mind admitting I listen to Radio Two. If I'm like if I'm not listening mm. to podcasts, I listen to Radio Two. And I was listening. I was on my way back from a gig, and I. I, th- I can't remember the name of the guy who does like the country show on there. Bob something. Oh yes. Uh, oh my god, Bob Harris. Bob Harris, yes, Bob Harris. Country whispering, show. whispering, Bob Harris to you, sir. Yes. Um, <laughs> and 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 Casey Musgraves was was mentioned on there, and oh <gasps> my god, yeah, a proper talent if ever I heard one. She's so good. She's amazing. I saw her live last year um, at Austin City Limits, which is the music festival in in Austin, Texas. And she's incredible, but she's just got this real dry, sarcastic humor to her music, which I adore. And that started coming out more in my music because I'm a big fan of uh, Tim Minchin. Do you guys know Tim Minchin? Love Tim Minchin. Only a ginger can call another ginger ginger. Exactly. I just, Mm. I love his music. I think there's some real talent behind someone that can write a song that is funny. Yeah. And that people get like that, like lyrically to me is, is a goal. So I've started writing songs that are a little tongue in cheek because I like being a little bit controversial um, and different. And I like being a little bit unknown and unexpected. So I've started writing some, um, some comedy songs. And oh, wicked. I, yeah. I'm super, a bit Casey Musgrave style. Um, I've got this, I'll tell you guys about it. You don't need to ask. So I've got this one song. <laughs> it's it's literally one minute, 20 seconds long. It's not even like a full song, but I kind of got to a point where I was like, there's nothing else I want to say. So I'm just going to leave it as one minute, 20 seconds long. It's called They Don't Ride Their Horses is kind of the working title. And it's written about all the things that people ask me, the stereotypes of Americans okay. when I go and live over there. So it's like, they don't ride their horses to the store. And it's like, you know, you know, no gunfights and no outlaws and no whiskey stained swinging saloon doors. <laughs> and then there's a whole verse about aliens. <laughs> nice. You know, I'll send it. I'll send it to you guys after this. Um, please. Yeah, yeah, please. It, it's very like tongue in cheek, like kind of sarcastic humor about stereotypes. And um, I'm really enjoying kind of like exploring that side because I want to be funny. Like I desperately want to be funny. <laughs> So I I think um, on on that, and this is potentially going to sound really arrogant, which isn't the intention, but I think that I may well go down that route or try to go down that route when I become a become a performer god um but when i you know do this gig i honestly think that i will find it really difficult to not try and kind of make the audience laugh i want and, you to i yeah. want you to be tim minchin 
Okay, I will. I will become Tim Minchin. I'll become. Can mm. I come to your to your gig? Oh whenever, whenever oh, it is. we would love it. Can you yeah. invite me? Can I come? We would love nothing. <laughs> of more. course, nothing. Great. More, honestly, I really want to be there to experience this. Nice. Hundred percent. Well, we, you know, so we uh, the episode that is coming out just before yours. Uh, we spoke to a guy called Christian. Uh, he's a comedian and he's going to be like hosting the whole night. Yes. So we're going to try and get as many guests involved as we can. <laughs> like doing it. So you're going to... judging panel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was Such an evil laugh. I, I was going to say that we should, we're going to need a damn good headliner. So you should come along as a headliner. But in fact, a judging panel might be um, painful, but, but absolutely. Only if painful. Sam played bass for me. Oh, yeah, you got it. And obviously, yeah. you fits have got to do the dad jokes and the, the backing dancing. Yeah. Oh, it's done, mate. It's done. Consider it. I'll even, I'll <laughs> even, well, now that I'm obviously a pro because there's been a lot of lockdown, I'll even play the drums. At the same time as bass? I, I've actually been doing that the last few days. It's been good fun. Well, like foot drums? Uh, no. So I've been getting, like, I wrapped one of my drumsticks up in uh, what you would put on like a, like a dog's leg if it got cut. Um, I guess you'd yeah you'd probably call it a bandage most people would wouldn't they <laughs> donut so uh, but it's it's like the sticky stuff so I've put that around my um around one of the drumsticks and I've been kind of using my bass and the snare as like a almost like a dual dual rhythm thing going on at the same time and it sounds sick I don't know how I feel about it well if do you like I don't know if you would because you're country but you may like Ben Howard Oh, I love Ben Howard. Mm. Amazing. So his first album, um, his drummer for, uh, I think, four of the songs would do bass and drums at the same time. Doing That's that. That's cool. I didn't know that. Mm, yeah. See, I was thinking, because have you, have you seen those foot drums? Yeah. They're they're pretty cool. I thought you meant like that or maybe like looping bass. And then no, I'm just, I'm just trying to be smarter than I am. That's all. Um, I don't know. You're pulling, you seem to be pulling it off. <laughs> you, haven't heard it. you haven't heard it yet <laughs> i know but it sounds good doesn't it <laughs> it does sound good yeah but yeah okay so we'll do that and then obviously as long as you bring jenny too because i really want to meet her <laughs> uh, no not even in the slightest no what? <laughs> not happening absolutely not oh, okay good <laughs> <laughs> just just look at the band's facebook page and uh, she'll probably be the most commented person on all of the posts it's not funny. if i can help it <laughs> yes, tonight, no i'm gonna become a top fan and Love get it. All those top fan badges, you know. Uh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Um. So, Louise, I well, like I say, this is this has absolutely been whisper it quietly. One of my absolute fucking favourites. Um, <laughs> yeah, agreed. It's been Mine so too. so much fun. <laughs> I'm so pleased. Um. <laughs> so, uh, one of the things that we always kind of try and find out is. If we have a comedian on, we try and get some advice as to what they should do. Sorry, what advice they would give Sam as he tries to kind of go on this journey. You're obviously right. in quite a, a cool place in that you've taught yourself guitar. What advice would you yeah. have for me, a, a budding musician? You've got to be passionate. If you're not passionate, you're not going to bother. Nice. Love I, that. I find that like... And that runs throughout my whole life. If I don't care for something, then I know that I'm not going to give close to 40%, let alone 110. So I think you've got to be passionate. You've got to be willing to give it everything you've got. And uh, when you get on stage, if you mess up, you just got to let it wash over you. But I'm sure you, you get that when you when you do stand-up stuff. You've just got to get on with it. It's happened. Oh, you've you seen some of my videos. You can't fret about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you've just got to let it wash over you and be like, you know, that's done. What's done is done and forget about it for the rest of your time on stage and then you can beat yourself up about it when you come off stage nice very good advice that's yeah. cracking advice yeah love that yeah that's really cool and the, the passion thing is, is so bang on because i over lockdown uh, started started kind of learning the piano um oh yeah got about like two three weeks in gave up and went back to drums um <laughs> because I, I don't know i just i just i never felt the the want to go over and play it whereas the drums i was just like yeah i can like smash the shit out of this and, and go for it yeah. and I, I feel really excited by by playing the drums and by playing the bass even though you might not agree um <laughs> but just not by the piano i just i don't know maybe it's just the idea of just being stood on the corner of a stage just not moving i don't like that but yet you'd want to sit at the back of the stage not moving <laughs> that's yeah. a very good point yeah i hadn't thought about that yeah, no, uh, that's cool. i did yeah. exactly the same i got myself a violin 
uh, when lockdown <laughs> started. And I was like, I'm going to learn the violin. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard anyone trying to learn the violin. Oh, it's a thing of It's of painful. Yeah, it yeah. is so painful. <laughs> and the problem is when I did guitar, I just taught myself chords. I never learned scales. I've never had to read music. I just do it all by ear. And um, obviously learning the violin, you have to be able to read music. And I don't want to read music <laughs> and I don't want to learn scales. So I've been teaching myself songs by ears. I, I learn under the sea, you know, from the little mermaid. Now imagine that on a violin. <laughs> it's so painful. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, I, I've, I'm quite passionate about it. I do pick it up every now and again. But I, I, when I taught myself guitar, I was playing like three, four hours a day, every day without fail. And this is kind of like once a month for a couple of hours. And then my back start hurt, starts hurting because I'm really old. And I put it down for just, the next just month. Just wait, mate. <laughs> wait until you <laughs> get to my age. I, tell, I think it's being like on stage with the guitar, especially in writer's rounds. I don't know if you guys know, like kind of the Nashville style writer's rounds where you've got four people on stage and you play a song each and talk about the, the background. Oh, wow. Um, no. So you're sitting on stage and I find that I hunch over my guitar. <laughs> And you're on stage for like a good couple of hours, obviously. Oh, it's giving me such a bad back. I think just guitars in general give me give me backache. I can just play they're, it. Yeah, Music not and being a musician is terrible for you. <laughs> Unless you're a drummer, then you're just down. Like If yeah, you're a drummer still, and you just sat down, you're fine. Well, yeah, but still, you're kind of hunched over, aren't you, playing drums? Unless you've got good posture. But yeah, you know what I, I mean? Like that. playing bass, you're looking down, you know. It, mm. Yeah, so I think I'm old before my time. <laughs> we were bloody talented before your time. That's that's for damn sure. Oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, smooth. Um, so Louise, thank you so much. This has been an absolute oh, joy. I don't want to go. I don't want to go either. Can, <laughs> this is can, so good. Can, can we? Can we? Are we friends? Can we be friends? Best yes. friends. Yes. I'm yes. gonna add you on Facebook. Yes. Yes. I've yes. already Facebook stalked you both. Good. Oh, that's fine. That's better than fine. Bring it on, um, <laughs> mate. Thank you so much. Honestly, it's it's been a, it's been a real pleasure. Um, we haven't yet had a, a, a returning guest. Now I don't know oh. when I don't know when it will be, but will you be our first returning guest? I would love to be your returning guest. Yes, amazing. That's, Let's do it. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, thank you so Maybe... so much. Maybe we can set that up for a couple of months and we'll see how the launch has gone. Because obviously the EP is just a week old. Um, so let's see, or the, the new single, sorry. Uh, <laughs> let's see how that's gone in a, in a few months. Yeah, I mean, we could, we could try and talk about that, but let's be honest, we're, we're just going to talk about other stuff. Yeah, we are. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm so excited already, guys. You have no idea. Yeah, I'm literally I buzzing. Likewise, mate. <laughs> Amazing. Louise well, thank you. Parker, what a legend. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Louise Parker. <laughs> what a legend. What a legend. Mm. Mate, that was that was such a good chat. And I don't think I made a fool of myself with any musical references too often. Um Although as I'm, I'm hesitating, I, I probably did. I always do, right? You always <laughs> do. Um, but but let's hope that I cut some of them out because um, they could have. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have cut an hour from the episode. And if you were a good po- podcast partner, um, then you would probably, for the good of the pod, you know, you'd probably kind of try and minimize the idiocy that comes from, from my mouth. But knowing you as I do, um, give the people what they want. Well, it, was, it was only in the intro of this episode uh, where you, you commented on my idiocy with the allude and elude. Um, so, Touché. Yeah. Sir, touché. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and re-edit this episode and find all of the idiocies and put them in. <laughs> nice. Um, well, this episode will be released in 2025. Um, <laughs> Sam has to find all of my idiocies. Good, um, mate. What a lovely, what a lovely young lady. That was uh, a huge amount of fun. Got a massive amount of respect for her. Just picking up a guitar and <laughs> I'm going to learn this. And 
Uh, obviously, Tay-Tay was heavily influenced in her early career as well, which I know you're a big fan of. I am, of course. It's hard not to be a big fan of uh, old Tay-Tay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. And I just love what she's doing and kind of love some of the comments that she made about how, uh, you know, she uses her own experiences to kind of empower people um, to tell her story. And although it may be hard for her, it's good for somebody else to hear it. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's just such a fantastic thing to do and, and to kind of hold on to. And I, and I hope that she does keep holding on to that because, you know, uh, her single now out that's out now, Lie to Me, is, is, has launched with massive success. Um, and it, it's super easy to see why. And, and also her merch that she spoke about in the episode. Now that's out. Uh, we record this uh, just uh, a few days after her merch is out and it's nearly sold out. Um, so she is doing fantastically well. She is indeed, and and deservedly so. You know, she's she's a really lovely, uh, as I said, really lovely girl, but also really talented. You know, what a voice! And to to kind of get into the world of country and to be becoming a, a big part of that—that's massive, and that's so so cool. So massive shout out to to Louise. Where could our dear listeners find Louise on the social medias, mate? Because that's what it's all about. It, it is all about some, that. Get some fans. Hundred percent. So it, she is uh, Louise Parker Music on Instagram and Facebook, and I believe it's Louise P Music on Twitter. Um, and and she is really active on the socials as well. So they are good fun to follow. Um, so I do recommend, uh, you know, kind of kind of giving her a follow, and you know, she does lots of live streams and stuff. So g- get out there and and check her out. And and if you're so inclined, and you would like to kind of do us a little bit of a favor, uh, if you if you like Louise, and I hope I hope that you do, then give her a shout on the on the socials and tag us. Mm. Um, let us know that you've heard about her here, and you know that would be great. And at some point, we would love to do a big live show. And Essex to Devon, you know, it's not that far, um, but we would love to <laughs> we'd love to do a gig someday with Louise and at the moment the coolest coolest thing would be if if even one person from from this pod kind of had never heard of louise and then became a fan and started to like her that's what it's all about that would be really cool yeah exactly and i am also louise if you are still listening i'm still holding on to the fact that you said that i can play bass um so <laughs> you know you know where to find me uh, which is at core musician pod <laughs> very nicely done mate very nicely done um oh wonderful stuff well yeah, I, I, like I say, I think the episode was an absolute banger. Thank you to you, mate, for um, all your hard work in the editing process, as always. Uh, we've got some super exciting guests coming up in the coming weeks and possibly one or two other things that we'll uh, tease you with now but but share with you at a, a later date. But I guess, uh, unless there's anything that you wanted to say, my friend, we can, we can round off what has been a bloody good episode. No, the only thing I would like to say is um, enjoy your beer, PlayStation and Solace tonight, my friend. You deserved it. Oh. So, um, yeah, have a nice evening. I will. Thank you very, very much. And to you, dear listener, we'll see you very soon. We will. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Com Musician Pod. Intro music was Gangster Life by Dirty Blueprint. This podcast was brought to you by Fitz and Sam. See you next week.